What is it? It's a guitar. Heard stories of a guitar case full of guns. <laughs> no. Just had to make sure. Thanks, man. It's him! What, what, what? Yes, it's me. It's me. Huh? I'm not against you guys. So keep it down. Just keep it down. Hey. I'm just looking for a man who calls Matargo. Not yet. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian, and with me is my host, uh, my brother, Nez. Happy birthday, man. Right on. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, 49, everybody. Um, one more year, and then it's uh, all downhill from there. But <laughs> <laughs> what's going on up there, man? Oh, same old, same old. Uh, just trying to keep safe, trying to keep warm. It's been uh, raining a lot lately, windy, so just trying to stay indoors. Yeah, we're still uh, we're still burning up down here, everybody. Uh, fires as well as uh, the temperature. Well, it wasn't too bad today got to go outside for um, at least an hour before the smoke just couldn't handle it anymore but um we've been just blowing fans in the house and it's just blowing hot air all over yeah hot air <laughs> <laughs> uh i got i did get to turn on the swamp cooler for about an hour uh, almost two hours this morning i was watching a movie and I was like, ah, I felt so nice and cool. And then as soon as I started to smell the smoke, I was like, damn it. And I had to shut it down and close it all up and fans the rest of the day. But at least I was cool for uh, the movie I was watching. But other than that, man, we're all good here, being as safe as we can. And uh, the grandkids came over today, so that that was really cool. That was uh, something I needed. Haven't seen them for a few days. Nice. So just good to see them and. The new little guy, he was wide awake. And uh the other one, he's uh spending the night with us. He didn't he didn't want to go home, so Nice. He took my spot uh in the bed. And I <laughs> any of you guys that have little kids that know I can't sleep with little kids. I mean all of mine, all four of mine and uh my grandson Daniel, as well as the kids that that we had, those little fuckers cannot sleep good they flip flop <laughs> we make every letter in the alphabet and i'm just like oh i love i love when they stays over it's cool it's awesome but i gotta hit the couch tonight because i i can't take his little feet jamming me in the back uh, putting <laughs> hitting me in the head and uh no yeah tonight. especially when they turn sideways and then they just push you yeah and if you push them and then they they have to roll over and be right next to you to go back to sleep. No, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ain't doing that tonight. My my wife can do that. That's my birthday present for my wife. She can uh, deal with him. <laughs> but other than that, man, we're all good. Nice. Uh, before we get into these movies, um, Mandalorian season two trailer. What you think? Woo! Oh man, um, a lot to take in. Uh, rumors of this and that. Uh, the biggest one was they said Boba Fett was in it. The picture I saw, it looked like somebody was riding away on a speeder bike or something. They're saying that was him. I was like, I don't know. I can't really tell. Um, if you do look at the IMDb, which I shouldn't have, uh, is it tomorrow? Tamara Morrison. I, I can't pronounce his first name, but he's listed as Boba Fett. So I'm like, ah, I think they should have kept that in the wraps and it would have surprised us more. I don't know. Is it a flashback? Did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? I, I don't know. We'll see, uh, in, uh, about a month and a half. Uh, we'll finally see. Well, well, I don't even know if he's gonna be in the first episode. They might save him for the very last episode, but I don't know. We, I'm, I'm excited. But the biggest thing for me, uh, as being a wrestling mark, was oh, uh, gosh. the boss, the a legit boss, uh, Sasha Banks. They showed her when you can hear. Um, I can't remember the armor chick that was uh, talking about the Jedi's in the first season and she said yeah there's a, some mystical guys called jedis and they show her in a you know what my club. favorite part about that was huh when she when she disappeared oh man sasha banks i was like uh oh and i think she's the smackdown champ now i saw a picture unless uh, oh gosh i i'm not sure yet don't quote me on it uh, all you guys that are caught up on it probably uh no but um i i was i i knew there was rumors that she was going to be in it, and then she did say, yes, I am. Uh, we didn't know what. And she was gone for a while, for those of you that do watch wrestling. She was gone for a while, and this was probably why she was gone. Uh, so, But I'm excited, and I, was, I wasn't too sure if that was her at first when they showed her, and I was like, oh, my God. And then I went to Twitter and everything else, and she confirmed it. Said, "Yeah, that that's me. I'm in." I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was just, "Oh," but the part that got just just got my juices flowing, and I almost passed out was uh, the pretty much the very end of the trailer. Uh, you see uh, uh, the Mando. It looks like he's at a wrestling match because you see two uh, Gamorian Gamorian guards or Gamorians or whatever they're called mm-hmm. in in the in the ring. And I was like, well, that was cool. And then uh, I don't know who he's talking to, some guy with one eye. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, the species of that, that character, but he's talking to him. And then uh, some guys look like they're about to rough him up. And then what was that little thing he used last year or last season with the, the little rockets? I can't remember what he called him. Um, I don't remember. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah the, the little thing where it shot shot out a little rockets and uh, he when he took out all the stormtroopers, that thing lit up and then little baby Yoda, aka the child, reached out and clicked that little thing in his little bubble clothes. I was like, oh my god! I mean that <laughs> that blew me away the first time he used it in the first season because I was like, holy shit, that was fucking awesome, and I can't wait. Um, I so again Boba Fett. Yes, we know he's gonna be in it, but I don't know when, and I don't know if that was him in it. I mean, you know how the internet gets uh, when these things come out. Um, listen to 
our next uh uh if you guys in if you guys are haven't familiar with uh, uh one of the shows i'm involved with uh the east society uh the zeese one i last season we covered every single episode we did our uh, mandalorian breakdowns and uh, we're gonna be doing that again this year uh but we have first the first episode of, of the new season we're gonna uh break down this trailer go through it inch by inch and just look at what we see and what we think most of the times we're wrong but it's just a, a fun to uh as a star wars fan both <laughs> of us love doing that type of shit if you guys are familiar with our show but do check out east society we're gonna probably do that hopefully we were supposed to record it today but work got in the way and all that so but uh that's coming and then once the season starts every single week we're gonna be doing mandalorian shows so uh do yourself a favor and uh check those out but if you want to do yourself a bigger favor go back and listen to all of last year's and uh, yeah, so that's what's coming for us. Nice. What'd, yeah. What do you I, think of it? I, I enjoyed everything. Like I said, my favorite part was when Sasha disappeared because I want her off the show. Not a fan of the boss. She can't keep no titles when she wins them. <laughs> Tired of looking at her. But Woo! overall, I am excited for this season. I'm glad. That's like one of the main things I was looking forward to this year that I was hoping wasn't going to get delayed or pushed or any of that nonsense. We're getting it uh, October 30th, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I, I'm ready. I mean, I'm, I'm so ready for that show. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a re a rewatch of the whole season. And I, I've already seen the season like about five, six times already, but. Uh, just to get ourselves juiced up and uh, do uh, just uh, another one show review of the whole season again, just more stuff that more Star Wars stuff for us to uh, get excited about. But um, uh, shout out to uh, my homegirl Peg, baby. Um, I know you're listening, Steve. Make her listen to this part. I told her before because she is not a Star Wars fan, and. Uh, right before Disney took over and everything, she was like, oh, my God, when are these going to stop? I told her, I said, look, once Disney takes over, we're getting Star Wars from here on out. And here's more. And there's more coming. I know everything got delayed because of all the, all the craziness that's going on in the world. But um, John Favreau did say that, no, we were done with the season. They were just doing the just cleanups and, and effects and everything. And uh, there's going to be more. And there's also news that he had said that um, – this uh, pandemic is not going to affect uh, the schedule for season three. So I, I think nice. they're, they're already going with it. I don't know if they filmed anything yet, but they're getting it going. He said the way that they film it, we can like social distance everybody and keep it to a minimum uh, dealing with the crew uh, mm -hmm. with filming wise and everything. So I'm like, whoa, awesome. That's amazing because if you guys are familiar with the show, if you're not familiar with Mandalorian, but I'm sure everybody is, they said a lot of it is just green screen and, and stuff like that. So it's a little more easier to do. But um, that was awesome to hear. So I'm glad uh, season three is a go, and I'm sure we'll get that next year. But can't wait for next month for uh, season two of The Mandalorian. All right. Let's uh, let's get into these movies uh, today. Uh Today's episode is going to be on the last two movies of Robert Rodriguez's uh, Mexico trilogy, uh, Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Um, real quick, um, we're not really going to review El Mariachi, but um, what are your thoughts about that movie? Uh, I saw it 
not when it came out. I, I was much later. Um, actually, the the film, the first film we're gonna talk about, a Desperado. That was the first one I had seen. I didn't know uh, anything of this. I didn't even know who Robert Rodriguez was. Uh, I knew who Quentin Tarantino was, so uh, I was cool with that. Um, and then when when I watched this film, I was like, "Oh man, it's awesome!" And then one of my buddies who who brought it into work, he said, "There's a first one you got to go watch." So I, this is back in the for you young listeners. There was a place called Video Store where we rented VHS tapes <laughs> way before DVDs. And uh, so I rented it and I checked it out. Uh, it is low budget. I just did a rewatch uh, yesterday. Um, I picked up the uh, Blu-ray with uh, both films, uh, El Mariachi and Desperado. So, of course, I mean, I have not seen it in a very long time. Uh, all I remember was the beginning and the end. And I don't even. So basically it was like watching a brand new movie because I did not remember any. Uh, thing in it much as less the story but uh, i loved it i thought it was awesome for what it is it's funny um the uh, the way uh you can it's totally just guerrilla filming and it's just it looks like he just got his buddies uh to join in i know a few of the actors were producers in it and uh some of the actors that carried over from that film is going to be is in desperado as well um, and I loved it. I thought for, for what it was to start off the story of uh, the the character, he never really had a name. I, well, I guess he had a name, but I can't remember uh, what uh, the bad guy said in Desperado, what his name was. But he's just going by uh, Mariachi uh, in this one. So, But it was cool, man. I liked it. The story wasn't all that. It was just a mistaken identity of uh, a guy in black uh, carrying a guitar case because the dude he was mistaken for was uh, another bad guy. Basically, I think it was like a bad cop uh, dealing with uh, the, I assume, the the drug lord of whatever mm-hmm. Mexican town that was. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Moco is what they were calling him. Um, and that's where the story began was with him. I mean, he was just a nobody. He wasn't, uh, uh, well, I, don't know. I don't know how many years went past since uh, the first film to this one to where he turned into a uh, an action star because in the first one he was just some normal musician guy and then just caught up in between uh the this gang war that, that was mm-hmm. going on and uh he ended up killing uh, some bad guys in in the process and uh his girl ended up uh, getting killed which was cool i loved it uh how desperado starts it starts at the how the ending they they reshot the ending of this for the beginning of desperado where it goes to where he has the standoff with moco and his crew and uh, I just I just thought it was an amazing film. If you guys have not seen El Mariachi, I mean it's it's out there, and it's I don't think it's streaming anywhere because I I couldn't find it, but I I had it uh, on the DVD, but and Blu-ray, but it's an amazing film. I mean I I really love it for what it is. What did you think of it? Yeah, um, I I enjoyed it. Um, I believe it was made on a budget of less than ten thousand, so I really appreciate what what he did with it. Um, the, the story is very basic. You, like you said, a mistaken identity. Um, it is amazing to see how this character went from just a regular guy, a mariachi, you know, a player to the guy in Desperado that we're about to talk about here in a minute. It's, it's a bit, it's like night and day. And, um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, I found some 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 comedy in it this time, especially with the 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 hotel guy that just was quick to snitch on him every time he showed up. 
and the, the, uh, that and there was a lot of like uh sped up stuff to make the the comedy i mean uh, dealing with the hotel yeah. guy and the uh the three girls that the um that the bad cop was banging uh, mm-hmm. and, i mean that's I, I don't know how it was down there and i'm sure it's hot in mexico but they just had a mattress laying on the floor <laughs> in his lair and he was laying there in between them I, I, i've been to mexico once tj that's as far as I've gone across the border, but uh, it looked it did look like it was hot because everybody was sweating. But damn, I don't know mm-hmm. if I can lay there. I mean, I, I like the ladies too, but if I'm hella hot, I don't want three of them laying all over me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get into this first film, uh, 1995's Desperado. When they shattered his world, they killed the woman I love. There is no payback for that. Really? He went looking for revenge. I know who you are. Will you help me? But what he found was something more. Let's play. Antonio Banderas. Did I thank you? No, you didn't. I will. Desperado, rated R. Former former musician and gunslinger El Mariachi, I don't know how he was a former gunslinger, arrives at a small Mexican border town after being away for a long time. His past quickly catches up with him as he soon gets entangled with the local drug drug kingpin Bucho and his gang. That kind of sounds like that's not what happened in this movie. Uh, this stars Antonio Banderos, uh, Salma Hayek, Steve Buscemi, Cheech Marin, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Danny Trejo, a whole list of uh, actors that, uh, if you've seen Robert Rodriguez's movies, he, he likes to use a lot of the same actors. Um, directed, of course, by Robert Rodriguez, produced by him, written by him. What did you think? of desperado all right uh like i said this is the first one that i had seen i know nothing of the character and nothing of robert rodriguez uh i know who antonio Banderas was i did not know who salma hayek was so this is when i fell in love with her uh of course cheech and uh, mr pink uh, steve buscemi we know them um danny thrill of course and a bunch of other people that you see uh, in this that pop up and all kinds of things, but for um, watching this at, at work and not knowing what was going on, oh man, I love this film. Out of the trilogy, this one is my favorite. I just loved uh, for what it was. If you love um, just crazy action shoot 'em up films, um, and if you haven't seen this, this is the one for you. Uh, because when the when the action starts and the gunfighting and, and just the fighting in general, it's it's just balls out craziness off the wall. You shoot one little thing and there's huge explosions. And, uh, they never run out of bullets. Well, I guess they did kind of run out of bullets in one scene, but I mean, it's just like one little shot and boom, you go flying across the room. And I noticed that there was a lot of silencers on these weapons, but the, none of them must have worked because you can you can hear it all <laughs> clearly. But um, again, I know I gave my score right out the gate when we did Big Big Trouble in Little China, and I'm going to do it again this episode. Damn, this movie is a 10. I love 
every single moment of it. it it's just an amazing film and I wish that Robert Rodriguez would do more stuff. I mean, I would like to see the the continuing adventures of uh, El Mariachi, um, and I I just love it. I mean, when he does other things, uh, when we get to the next film, uh, another film that was amazing was uh, Planet Terror. That was just as as awesome. I love uh, the Spy Kids ones were cool for what they were, but the green screen stuff got a little wonky for me. But Mm-hmm. Um. Again, this film is awesome. Every single character that's in it, in it, even if they're only only in it for like minutes, there's they still uh, do awesome performances. And just, I mean, this one, I mean, the story was cool for what it was. It was just him, uh, from being a nobody to being uh, basically uh, more of like a, a vigilante, going in and trying to stop. Uh, the bad guy that that's running this little town in Mexico. So, but yeah, man, this movie is fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, ain't ain't no waiting for scores in this one. This one is a ten. Also for me, I I loved it. I love the action. Um, Antonio Banderos is badass in this. Uh, Salma Hayek. This was when, I mean, this and uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Man, she is hot as can be. She still is hot to this day. But at this time, this is I, I fell in love watching her in this um, love. I uh, love when Steve Buscemi shows up. I love when Quentin Tarantino shows up. Danny Trejo, just just everybody. And yeah, the off off the wall action is just if if you're one of those that gets into little specifics like that's not how you hold a gun or that's not you know none that couldn't have. Don't watch this movie because this is a straight crazy wild action movie they're holding guns sideways I, I there's one scene when banderos when he's he's shooting two guns and he's kind of like flicking his wrist you know what i mean when yeah it looked like he was like whipping them i mean yeah i, I mean that, <laughs> I that, love, that scene was was amazing i mean just to, to go back to the beginning of, of it when the, that first bar scene when um I mean, he's Mr. Pink, everybody. You guys know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When when he comes into uh, the, the the local bar and uh, tells everyone that of this what he had seen in the town before, talking about the the biggest fucking Mexican he's ever seen, uh, come in and just uh, destroy and shoot up everybody looking for uh, Bucho. And um, I love that. That I think that's when I just knew this this was gonna be a movie for me because when he starts shooting up uh, everybody in there, it's like when one shot. And you go flying across the room like twenty feet, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I love those type of shoot 'em up type of things. If you go watch grindhouse movies and all that, that's how they are. I mean, that's what I love and I can appreciate about Robert Rodriguez because that's what he grew up on watching, as well as Quentin Tarantino watching those crazy off the wall grindhouse films. And they, I love what they do when they, when they make films, especially when they work together. That's when you know it's going to be amazing. But uh yeah this this is just crazy like i get i was watching it with with gun fanatics and they were like no 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 i was just like shut up leave the room (laughs) this don't watch it if you're going to be complaining i understand i know nothing much about guns but i know that all the craziness in there in this film yeah you're not supposed to do any gun gun person knows not to hold guns that way but uh, i couldn't help it man it was just such a fun ride from from beginning to end i mean i loved all of it 
Yeah, re rewatching it, I, I did notice some things. Did you feel like uh, they tried to make the one guy into something more than what he actually ended up being the the nephew to the right hand man? The, the he he joined he joined the cartel after he had a, had that little uh, I guess little fight. The oh, one guy that got a, he got his leg broken. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was, but. Um... Uh, I do remember the guy that that whooped his ass. Uh, Christos is what yeah. they called him. Bald guy with hella tats. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he didn't serve no purpose in the story. I mean, maybe just for that scene, but uh, it it looked like they were kind of like, yeah, he's, he's family, and let, let's get him in the gang. And I, I thought like he was gonna do something special, and he didn't really do anything. I mean, his main scene was that fight scene. Yeah, and that was it. And one, one, he did have a. I assume this guy was a stunt guy because the stunt that he did at the end I thought was awesome, but totally off the wall craziness. But that was pretty much the only two scenes he was in, and he didn't mm-hmm. really do anything to the story or bring any good stuff to the gang that or the cartel he was in. Yeah, I just just rewatching it. it. Just there's there's a, a few scenes where they just kept alluding to like when when they take him uh, when they go looking for uh, El Mariachi. Uh, the scene right before they end up running into uh, Danny Trejo's character, they're like, "Take him too." Like you know, I just I don't know. I, I felt like maybe in the script he was supposed to be something much more than what he ended up being, and I think they just ended up changing it. Yeah, I mean. I'm sure they shot hours and hours and hours of it, and they just cut it down to however long this movie was. But yeah, I mean, there was um, like, yeah, I guess he was the only one that really didn't didn't do nothing because all the other characters that popped up into it, they at least kind of uh, helped along with the story. Like the the one little kid, I can't remember his name. Um, he at least had a good part uh, in the film to where he was a part. Uh, he was doing his job. It, well, he's basically working for uh, the cartel, but well, his dad was, but he uh, put his son out there on, on the block to uh, make some money. He was running, uh, I guess it was, he's a Coke hidden in his little guitar. He was supposed to, he said, uh, I pick it up from one guy, I drop it off to another guy, and that's how his dad got money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, but that, when the little kid said that everybody in the town does it. So I was like, okay. I mean, that's I, I don't know how true that is, but I'm, it sounds like a pretty a true story on of that's how it goes in, in these drug ridden towns and everything. I mean, they even do that here in America uh, when they use little kids. But I mean, I thought that was a cool little thing, uh, a little side story uh, to it. Um, when we bring uh, Salma Hayek's character in this, uh, Carolina, I think that's her name was. Uh, she as well. She was doing the same thing. She was running a bookstore, and uh, I'm sure they were dropping off drugs in there, and people were coming in and getting it. But because um, she was pretty close to uh, the main bad guy, uh, Bucho. Um, I did they ever really say why uh, Mariachi was looking for Bucho, or did he just find out that he was the bad guy and he wanted to kill him? Because they never really kind of went around that. Yeah, it it kind of makes no sense because if you watch the end, you know, spoilers uh, for a movie that came out in '92. Um, at the end of uh, El Mariachi, he gets his revenge, 
which they basically they show you in, uh, part of it. No, they actually they don't show you in the beginning. So maybe they change that. I don't know. But he gets his revenge for who killed his girl at the end of that one. So there's seems to be no reason why he would go after Bucho. I just kind of think it that he just wanted to be. Um, he says it in the next film, there were there were sons of Mexico, uh, just trying to rid uh, all the the bad evil guys uh, out of Mexico. I, I, that's what I figured because yeah, there yeah. was he never really went into uh, why he was in town or, or why he was even going after this guy because it, yeah, it was, it's a little strange. I I don't know. You know, I mean, and he he doesn't know his brother's one of the biggest drug kingpins in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, I just assumed that was the reason why he was doing it, just to to rid uh, rid the the world of evil, and he just realized that it was his brother because he didn't realize it until almost pretty much the end when he had a clear shot and he had a chance to kill him, and then and he didn't, but he had to explain to Carolina why uh, he wasn't so. Um, but we, yeah, we don't find that out until the very end. But um, what I love about Robert uh, Rodriguez's film films is he pretty much scores the whole thing. Uh, plus, it was awesome uh, music by uh, Los Lobos. And um, but because watching his films and and watching extras on, on all all these DVDs and Blu-rays and everything, he always when he's on set, he's always got a guitar with him. So he said he just. Uh, kind of scores his his scenes that way. I'm just playing guitar riffs and coming up with stuff. Uh, I wish I could do that. I am not. I could play instruments, but I, I music writing music that there's I can't do it. But I mean, and speaking of the music, I love the very first song that's in this. I don't know what he's singing about, uh, but it's just that that song to me is just really catchy. I know, I know it's like a whole performance in the beginning of the film of uh mariachi and, and his two friends um i think it was domino and Kampa. i think that was his name and uh those those two guys were cool um i, I liked uh they they come in later in the film um but uh that whole performance was awesome in the beginning beginning it was it was basically a, a dream sequence because at the very end of that performance uh, you hear a, a lone guy clapping, and then he's looking around out into the audience, and this is when we see um, uh, uh, Moko, the guy from uh, the the bad guy from the first film. Mm -hmm. uh, he comes out, and that's when they show the reenactment of uh, what happened at the end uh, of the first film, where um, uh, Mariachi's uh, girlfriend uh, gets murdered uh, by him, and then uh, in El Mariachi. He, she gets killed. Uh, she's getting held by gunpoint by uh, the the bad cop, uh, saying, "If you don't give me my money, I'm gonna kill her." And then Moko's like, "Well, if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't find out where I am. So I'm gonna kill her." And he ends up shooting her like in the chest or something. She she dies, and he ends up shooting uh, the bad cop. Uh, Mariachi comes in. He pulls out his gun. He uh, he gets blasted in his hand. Uh, they show that in the beginning of as well in this film, but. And uh, Mariachi, it looks like when he got shot in the hand, it looked like his hand almost fell off because it, yeah, uh, it, it it looked like it split right down the middle. Yeah, so uh, he ends up uh, grabbing a gun and killing Moko. So because uh, like I said, when I first saw this film, I did not know who that dude was, and I, but I just figured, well, I guess 
after I found out that there was a first film, I said, okay, well, maybe this was the end of uh, the the first film. Um, I had no idea there was a different actor in in the first one. And that act that actor actually uh, is in this one. He's uh, Consuelo Gomez. I think that was his name. Uh, he was the uh, the act. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, Carlos uh, uh, Gallardo. I think that's his name. He plays a compa in this. Uh, Carlos Gallardo was uh, the mariachi in the first film. Mm. Uh, Consuelo Gomez was uh, uh, Domino. That was his girlfriend that was laying there dead at the beginning of the, of this film. But um, I, I liked all that, and then how they it was just basically a dream because this he sees Moco and uh, there was another guy in in El Mariachi, I guess Moco's uh, right hand man, and I loved how he kept lighting matches uh, off of his face. He had a little, a little rough <laughs> stuff. I mean, that's gangster right there, man. If you could do that, uh, one of your little henchmen, and they don't say nothing, and um, of course everyone tried that. Uh, striking a match off someone's face. It, it won't work. <laughs> of course you're going to try. You try. When you see all kinds of crazy things in movies, you try. But uh, for you young kids, don't try everything you see on TV or in the movies. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I mean, I, I like that whole aspect uh, of uh, how the story began because but then that one, the first film had more of a story. I mean, this does, but I think he went more with the, the crazy action and, uh, Kind of half-ass the story. I mean, that's what I think. Um, okay, uh, one of my favorite scenes is when he calls his uh, his friends in, and you know they they have to bring their their guitar cases because everybody has a different kind of guitar case. El Mariachi, his is just filled with all kinds of guns you can think of, and then uh, you got a. Um, I think it was compa that had the the machine gun one the double machine gun one and then the other guy uh i think it was uh quino yeah does that sound right yeah we'll go with that uh he had the rocket launcher one and i i thought that was real cool i i I like this um this little uh and i guess big big action scene shootout between the cartel and uh, the three of them i love that scene but the thing that sucked is these two guys are supposed to be badass and they got killed like hella quick. Uh, I mean, yeah, one of them blew himself up, but, uh, El Mariachi, he did leave, he did leave his boy hanging to, to go see about the kid who, uh, I don't even know why was there, why he was there in the beginning. <laughs> well, he was kind of just hanging out, uh, playing his guitar. And then, uh, he just, was started watching all the show. I don't know why he didn't get out of the way, uh, but he ended up uh, catching a little uh, bullet action to the arm, and he went down. But uh, the Compa and Kino, those those guys, I mean, especially Compa. I mean, again, for you gun uh, fanatics, if you watch the film, he I don't know how he's pulling the trigger because he's just holding the the guitar the, the guitar case handles. It don't look like he's using a trigger to fire those things, but you don't think you're just enjoying for what you see. <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome though. I mean, and God damn it. I mean, again, I said, don't do what you see in the films. Uh, I work at an airport and we get a lot of guitars sometime. And it was weird, right? When I saw this film that day, some guitar cases came out and God damn it. Did we not act like we were holding those like machine guns and flipping <laughs> that one over like it was a rocket launcher. <laughs> but, 
Uh, I thought that was cool. I mean, that's what I loved about uh, Robert Rodriguez is, is his his mind when he when he puts things to film. Uh, that was just crazy, and it was already from at this point what we see we knew was just going to be off the wall nonsense. But that was cool. I loved the machine gun and guitar cases as well as the rocket launcher one. I mean, that was cool. I'm glad that he did uh, different ones when, when we get to the next film, but. Uh, it was awesome. And the thing that I loved about uh, the Mariachi's uh, gun case, in the first film, it was just a regular guitar case with just guns thrown in there. Mm-hmm. This one, it was a more updated one because he was, I don't again, I don't know how many years had passed uh, from the first film to this one, but uh, it was more of a hidden thing because when you open it up, it's got like a little uh, guitar on top. But then I guess when you flick a little button, it it pops up, and that's where he had... Uh, all kinds of and got, and how heavy was that thing? Because guns aren't light. Because they had machine guns in there, handguns, knives. Uh, that awesome little uh, uh, dick-looking gun that uh, they uh, used. The, the, the cock gun from yeah. from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, we at least got we finally got to see that in action. Because when I first saw that in this, I was like, "Damn, how, is it, how's it going to work?" That and we never saw it. But Dust Till Dawn, we got to see it in action by the great uh, Tom Savini. <laughs> Uh, sex machine he he was in that one uh but so i just i thought all that was cool i mean it, it was amazing i mean that whole shootout was awesome this is when that guy that uh joined the cartel uh again with with his stunt he was uh up on the roof uh and he was shooting and the, the other thing that's that's goofy about this film is how close everybody is when they're shooting guns and still missing um, he will go back to the bar scene in a minute. Same thing there. They're standing right in front of him, and you're still missing uh, someone that's like two feet away from you. Because uh, when that guy <laughs> jumps off the, when he 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 gets shot, and then he dives off of the uh, the building, but he's still firing in an air. And shout out to whoever that guy was, because he went from there all the way to the to the ground. But you can clearly see they stuck um some kind of mattress or something soft for him to land on. But I mean that still was a stunt and a half. I mean I'm, I'm not brave enough to do that to just throw myself off of something, uh, much less throw myself down some stairs or off a top of a of. Looked like he fell two stories uh, to the ground. But I mean I, it I thought good, that it was, was a cool. good fall. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that whole uh, shootout scene at the end was awesome. Yeah, uh, one thing I I wish we would have got to see was the finale. Because after he realizes that um, Bucho is his brother, which uh, he calls El Mariachi Manito. I think so. I think that was his name. And uh, Bucho is Caesar. And they they realize, you know, that, you know, they're they're brothers. And then uh, some words are said, and then when somebody, uh, I think he has the the one guns come out, right? The the arm ones. Is, uh, is that how it happens? Yeah, he um, the, the the ones he's got under his under his coat, the the wrist yeah. ones. Yeah, and then it just kind of fades, and then we get the the hospital scene where he's checking up on uh, the little boy. So obviously he must have killed everybody or at least killed Bucho. But I, I wish we would have got to see something. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I don't buy that any. There was too many people there uh, with uh, Bucho's crew that had guns, and they were all firing as well. And where he, where uh, Mirachi was standing, there was a wall behind him. But again, you're standing right in front of him, and you shoot and miss. But I assume that's just what happened. But I mean, going back to the first film, pretty much almost the same standoff at the end with the, the bad guy standing right there with guns in his hands. Um, but at least we got to see that ending because when he, uh, when he ends up killing Moko, uh, it's like his whole crew's like, they didn't care. They kind of like went, well, all right, our, our leader's dead and uh, you can, you can go on by, on, on by yourself. So at least, all right, uh, we, we let him see and get away that way. But this, yeah, I want to know what happened. Who, who else got shot? Or who else uh, died? I mean, because there must have been at least five or six guys standing there, mm-hmm. as well as uh, as well as the chick. Oh man, she was hot too. The uh, Mira, I think that was her name. Uh, her name is uh, Angel Alvarez. For all of you that seen, um, uh, what the hell was that movie called? Uh, My Crazy Life. Um, maybe uh, maybe La Loca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she was hot in that. I liked uh, the the other girl in it. Uh, first but uh when she popped up on this 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 rewatch i was like is that her so i did go to imdb and that is her and uh yeah man she was hot and my crazy laugh she's hot in this and she's hot now she's doing a lot of uh uh community work down in uh east la uh, shout out to you yeah. right on angel yeah she uh, had a nice little scene uh what was she wearing like some cowboy uh what do you call those chaps or something was that her yeah, where he where uh, Bucho blows the the cigar smoke in her mouth. That wasn't her. That was someone else. Are you sure? I pretty sure, but I I don't know. That wasn't her. This movie's a nine point five now. I I I'm not gonna, I gotta I gotta rewatch that scene. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was speaking of gangster. That was hella gangster too, because um when when I'm getting my action on, I'm not thinking about anything else but what i'm doing but he was just not giving a two shits uh, <laughs> and he was just looking the other way and she was just giving it her all and he took a big rip off that cigar and then just blew it in her mouth like a just like a straight vet i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we we get to, we did get to see uh salma hayek and all her glory so that that was a plus. yes yes <laughs> but um I wish uh, they would have showed the the what the hell was her name Zima Zamira. I wish she would have did a little more. She did get some uh, gun action in, and did she die? I don't know. I mean, we the, like you said, the film faded to black, and, mm-hmm. and then we show up in the hospital. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I was that the ending still. I mean, the, the movie's still a ten, but it didn't. The ending didn't sit right with me the very first time, and all the other times as well as this last rewatch. So, but. I don't know. Um, I met Robert Rodriguez once, and uh, we were just talking about Planet Terror because he was at Comic-Con for... Um, this is when he was going to do a, a Red Sonja remake with... Um, oh, Rose McGowan. Yeah, I also met her, too, as well. They signed my uh, steelbook uh, for Planet Terror. Nice. I, like, they were done with the signing, and I just kind of shimmied my way all the way up past the security, and I didn't get pictures with him. I just, hey, cool. He's, hey, man, you doing? I said, can you sign this? He was like, yeah, sure. So both of them signed that, so that's awesome. It's on my wall somewhere around in here. But Oh, I also met him again when he at the Comic-Con. 
he was uh, serving tacos at the um, uh, the, the, the fucking Danny Trail oh, yeah. film. The, uh, machete. Yeah, he was he was doing it. Was the first film. Ah, that's when I met uh, oh, the angel gosh. and the woman of my dreams, uh, the one and only Michelle Rodriguez. She touched my hand. I told her I loved her, and she walked out of my life like uh, most of these women do. <laughs> uh, man, it was like touching the angel. The hands were so soft. Uh, but that's another show, everyone. We definitely got to do both of those. <laughs> but uh, Robert Rodriguez, if you guys ever met him, he he's really cool, man. He's just he, he's one of us, man. He, he loves goofy nonsense, shoot 'em up films and. Uh, this is definitely well one of them. Again, yeah, my yeah. Favorite. Watch, watch him on that. Um, what's that show on Netflix? Chef with uh, John Favreau. That made me want those pizzas they were making. Yeah, he he drops a lot of uh, movie knowledge, especially how he he still has all those sets that he uses in his films. Yeah, I mean, I assume it was in Texas somewhere. I can't remember where they said, but yeah, I mean, he's. He, I think that's why he reuses um, all of his friends because he knows uh, they'll do it for him. And having all that stuff still from pretty much every film he's made, I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, I'm sure they throw big money at him when he does it. What was, it? What was his last film? Uh, let's see. Uh, Alita. It says Red Eleven. I know I've heard about this. It's a horror movie that's going to be straight to Tubi, Tubi TV, but I don't think that's come out yet. So it would be Alita. Uh, um, I need to watch. I was tired. I, I just need to rewatch that. What do you think of that one? Um, I thought it was fine. Um, I, I don't know a lot about the character. I'm not really into the the. I think it was a what do you call it? A manga, a anime book. So I thought it was fine. Um, if it you know got a sequel, then I I would I would watch it. But if if it doesn't get a sequel, I'm cool. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't my favorite of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I have it. I just need to rewatch it again because I mean the 3D effects and all that was cool and I loved all that. But I I don't even remember that film. But um, I think. Uh, my favorite shootout in this one was uh, not the first scene, but the the second uh, uh, bar scene when he uh, when uh, Mariachi shows up uh, mm. looking for it because by then everybody every, the, pretty much the town is ready. They already know uh, of a stranger, uh, a man in black carrying a guitar t- guitar case full of guns, and uh, he goes in there and just trying to basically just find out where uh, Bucho is. And uh, Cheech Moran and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name that's uh, in there with him. Uh, he's an, another guy that always pops up in um, uh, Robert Rodriguez's films. He was the other guy, the dude with the long hair, mm-hmm. uh, the one because that that was the bar. Quentin Tarantino was in this scene, but he showed up early and told that dumb joke about uh, pissing all over the bar and. Which was it was a funny little story joke. I mean, I love Quentin Tarantino when he when he acts, but um, he was in the back uh, dealing with the one long haired uh, Mexican guy. Uh, I assume dealing drugs, and then uh, this is when Mariachi comes in and is talking to the bartender, and they said, "Well, well, well, what's in the case?" And he's like, "My guitar." And he goes, "Well, open it up, and if you say what who you say what you say, then 
you can have a drink. So one of the guys, I mean, at gunpoint, everyone and their mother that's in there who has guns, and they're all pointing them at him. He's got his hands in the air, and they open up a guitar case, and, oh, it's a, it's a guitar. And then just, I guess, just dumb luck, man. And it, clicked, it clicked open, and then mm-hmm. the, the guitar part opened up, and that's when you can see all the guns and everything. But then he says, look, look, I'm not uh, – I'm not. It's actually everyone. If you if the the scene I played, uh, uh, the little clip I added, that's the whole scene, uh, the dialogue. But yeah, when he's there and they're like, "All right, all right," he goes, "I'm not here for you." And then he she says something in Spanish. I, I want to say, "Kill him" is what he said. I think I'm not. Sure. I'm not a Spanish speaker, everyone. So I I don't know. But uh, but then when the shooting start, he same thing. He the the little wrist guns come out, and then it's just. Uh, a free-for-all shoot-up. And that's when I love this scene because um, they do show guys changing their clips. Uh, I love that. Not like and never running out of bullets. Um, but this is the scene when he jumps up on the bar. He's running along. I love how he shot the scene. He's walking along shooting, just throwing behind him, throwing behind the, the back shots and, and hitting. And then he started doing the whipping of the two mm-hmm. pistols. <laughs> that was awesome. It just jumping and diving and everything. And there's just bodies everywhere, bullets flying everywhere, uh, guys with machine guns. And I, I don't know how you miss with one of those, but damn. Uh, oh, they they for sure <laughs> hit all them bottles and stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was just awesome. I love that whole uh, shootout scene. Sucked that a cheats took one to the head. Uh, he got his brains blown out. <laughs> yeah, the, awesome. the other guy's name was Tito Lariva. He played Tavo, the the guy with the long hair that took oh. took Quentin back. They end up shooting Quentin in the head. Uh, he's also uh, the uh, the the musician guitar player guy in uh, from Dust Till Dawn in um, in the Titty Twister. That mm. scene before they all turned into vampires. He's uh, up there playing that song. That song when uh, Salma Hayek was dancing. God damn, that's an awesome scene. Another film, uh, everyone. But I mean that this whole gun scene. I mean, just I think this probably this is the scene that made me love it because when, like I said, the crazy getting shot and then flying across the room. There was plenty of that in this scene, um, and just I don't know how big this bar was. It didn't look very big, but you, you, I don't know how you miss that close, <laughs> but it, but it was an amazing scene. I mean, like again, I love how he films his films, and uh, it was just awesome. And again, I'm sure the heat it didn't help uh, uh, the heat of Mexico, wherever they were. But uh, I loved how when he finally gets to uh, the very last guy that's in there, and they're out of bullets they're pointing guns at each other and they're looking around you're seeing guns laying all over the floor and everyone they grab is out of bullets they're like and then they're just fucking then they kind of have that little standoff and then i didn't want to say mexican standoff because that was you were in mexico a bunch of mexicans but anyway (laughs) (laughs) i I love how did he how did he get that guy i don't remember he broke his neck oh that's right yeah and uh I love the music playing in the background, going back to the music, that whole score that was playing uh, in the background during this whole action scene just just fit the scene. And then it's, it's just an amazing scene. I can watch that over and over. If you guys haven't seen it again, just go to YouTube, click Desperado Bar Scene, and then and watch it. 
because it was awesome. That that that's this scene is what made me love this film. Just the, the craziness of it all, and I, and it's awesome. Uh, one more thing before we move on to the next movie, I got I got to bring up how badass uh, Danny Trejo was in this. Oh, he damn, he didn't he didn't need it. He didn't, yeah, he didn't need a gun. He just needed knives. That's it. I mean, he he eventually got his, but he he took out a lot of people with his knives. That's what I I liked uh, his little throwing knives. They had, uh, little thick blades, and they had like little um, cross crucifixes on the top. And he just mm. walked around. He didn't re- he didn't say anything in the film. He nope. just walked around and uh, had a pocket full of change and 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 these little knives. And you guys know know Danny Trejo. Uh, this was the the short haired uh, Danny Trejo. How he looked in um, uh, that one movie, Heat, with Robert De Niro. He had that little mm-hmm. shortcut, but man, he was badass. The, the, what the scene that I loved about him uh, is when um, uh, when uh, Bucho sent uh, everyone his crew out in, in their uh, bulletproof limousine. They said, "Just shoot anyone you don't know," and then they they pull up. Uh, Danny Trail's getting ready to to take out uh, El Mariachi, but then they see him. They stop. They go, "Hey!" And then he turns around slowly, and. Oh, excuse me. With the quickness, just starts throwing those knives, and I loved how he looked when he climbed up on top of the limo with the little sunroof and was just throwing them in there like hella fast. <laughs> I was hoping that he would have ended up teaming up with uh, Mariachi, but that didn't happen. But man, he was just—he didn't need any lines in this film. I mean, if you guys know Danny Trail, he's just badass. Period, and I thought he was awesome in this film. Yeah, what I thought was going to end up happening when I originally seen this was I thought the people that sent Danny were going to show up at the end and it was just going to be this massive shootout between like uh, El Mariachi and like two different cartels and stuff like that because they had a somebody was uh, checking up on Bucho and his his crew. So I thought they were going to at some point show up in the movie. Yeah, I mean, same thing. I mean, rewatching it now and thinking, yeah, where where were they and who were they? So I was like, okay, well, I figured they would come into play after they find out that um, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce uh, Danny Trail's name in this, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, Navajas, I think that was his name. I didn't hear anyone call him that, but uh, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> um. I, yeah, I was hoping. Well, after they because they ended up did he did end up getting killed, and um, when Bucho was talking to whoever this other cartel was, and they go, "Well, what does your man look like?" In, in case we see him, uh, black, uh, big uh, tattoo of a woman on his chest, and throwing knives and a pocket full of change, and they go, "All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for him." And uh, I was like, "Damn!" Well, I assume they didn't find out he was dead, but I'm sure they. Realize he was dead if he he wasn't uh, checking in on him. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I wish they would have showed up because then there would have been uh, more of a body count uh, with uh, with everyone else in this film. But before we go, the the I love the bar scene. That's probably my favorite scene. But my second favorite scene in this film is after they uh, firebomb uh, Carolina's uh, bookstore and uh, they run up onto the roof. Uh, he had, lucky he, he took care of business before the, this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're up on the roof trying to get away and they're looking down the alley and you see bad guys down there shooting up at them. Uh, more bad guys are coming at them from the top of the roof. 
Uh, he throws his guitar case across. Uh, Carolina jumps across. I love that scene how he gives her a big kiss before she runs and dives across. Looked like she fell at least one story in bare feet. Um, I wouldn't want to feel that because I'm sure toes, ankles, there, something would have broke. Mm-hmm. Plus, she's in a skirt and uh, those hot legs just flinging in, 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 the, in the air. <laughs> Whew, damn. But when uh, Mariachi turns around and starts firing at, at the dudes that are on the roof with him, I about jumped out of my seat when I first saw this because he turns around, his feet are on the edge, and then he just dives backwards, both guns blazing in the air, killing those dudes on the roof, and then lands perfectly with a little flip uh, onto the next uh, lower. (laughs) But then again, I don't know how far that alley was because that was pretty far. And (laughs) he dove all the way across, jumping backwards. Uh, and shooting in the air, I just like, oh my god, that scene is just awesome. And it, I, again, that's why I, I love this film. It's the other uh, crazy, off the wall nonsense that's in this film. Oh, uh, one quick thing: don't don't store all your money in the in books for yeah. the simple reason of a fire. Because what what did she have like fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, and then she just hid it all in the books. <laughs> Oh, man. It all went up in flames. <laughs> Alert the Barrio cartel that L has come out of hiding. No, I don't think we should. Are you a Mexican or a Mexicant? I'm a Mexican. Good. All right. Uh, you want to take us into the next one? Yes, uh, we're going to go to 2003, um, September 12th, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I never heard of him. Who? The man you recommended. The man is a, a myth, a legend, and if he's still living... He's the one you want. That <laughs> make you nervous? No. A renegade agent playing both sides. I work for the CIA. Mexico's my beat, and I'm walking it. He's out to find the outlaw who became a legend. I need you to kill the man. He's being paid to kill the president. So why me? Well, frankly, because you've got nothing to live for. What's wrong? Oh, yeah. It might get a wee bit dangerous. What do you mean, Now. You want to know the secret to winning? One has to rig the game. This is a setup. He's about to discover that legends. I'm here for my guitar. I didn't think you'd ever come back for this thing. Neither did I. Play by their own rules. And I guess I have no choice. But to kill you all. Time to get messy.
Mexico. Are you still standing? Still. Written and directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, pretty much the same stars in this, but a bunch of, of new faces. But I'll get to them in a second. Uh, return to the mythic guitar slinging hero El Mariachi in the final installment of the Mariachi Desperado trilogy. The saga continues as El Mariachi, El Mariachi makes his way across a rugged landscape on the blood trail of Bar- Barello. I think that's his name. Um, a cartel kingpin with one last score to settle who was planning the coups uh, against the president of Mexico. Enlisted by Sands, Johnny Depp, a corrupt CIA agent, and El Mariachi demands retribution. Um, this one was just as awesome <laughs> as Desperado. Not as awesome, but I, I still uh, loved with this one. But um, of course, the stars in this one uh, Antonio Banderas, uh, Salma Hayek returns, uh, new stars. Uh, to the show or to the to the film is Johnny Depp. He plays uh, Sands. Uh, we got Mickey Rourke. He plays a guy named Billy. Uh, the beautiful Eva Mendez as jeez, mm-hmm. oh, um, I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, Danny Trejo's back. He plays uh, Kakui. Uh, and uh, what's his name? I don't. I'll get to him in a second. But Enrique Enrique Iglesias. He plays Lorenzo. Um, really quick, uh, his song, uh, I think it's called Bailamos. I heard that when I was walking around in the store, and that song has been in my head uh, ever since. And I had to buy it on iTunes. I don't know. It's a catchy song, and it's a little girly song, but damn, I love it. Anyway, uh, Cheech Marin is back. He pay, plays uh, Bellini. Uh, Ruben Blades is uh, Jorge. He's the FBI guy. And the bad guy in this one is William Defoe. He plays Barello. Was he supposed to be Mexican? Uh, no, that's what I was just about to say. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Um, we all know William Defoe, Green Goblin, and everything else he he's been in. In 2020, a lot of people are going after. Um, Actors that portrayed different races. Uh, they're, they're going after Robert Downey Jr. for his betrayal as I can't remember his name in Tropic Thunder. Uh, they're getting uh, mad at uh, whatever this lady's name that's running for president, saying she's not black. And uh, I don't know. Everyone's going after somebody for for race. Uh, apparently, no one gave a shit in uh, 2003 uh, when <laughs> William Defoe plays uh, a Mexican. Uh, cartel drug lord <laughs> that was the first thing i noticed i was like is he just in hiding and this is how he's gonna hide to, 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 he's gonna be a mexican um i was like okay <laughs> but I, i'm sure there's people out there that were mad but he, I, he's william defoe and we didn't make the film we didn't write it but that's that's who Robert Rodriguez chose uh, to be uh, Barello. <laughs> yeah, because I, I totally forgot he was in this movie and then rewatching it. That's the first thing that popped in my head. It was like, are you supposed to be Mexican? Yeah, because yeah, he had the dyed black hair and clearly they put on tons of brown makeup uh, all over his <laughs> white skin. And I was like, it, it looked it looked bad. Uh, his accent. um, 
My buddy said his pronunciation w- was good when he was speaking Spanish, but um, if you don't know who William Defoe is, you probably wouldn't care. But if you do know who he is, and like, wow, <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I was just kind of blown away, like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, it's a movie, everyone. We just, that that's what happens. Um, look what they did back in the old days when they got nothing but white guys to play uh, the Native Americans and all those cowboys and Indian films. Uh. Yeah, I guess that was one of them things you just had to go with. Like throughout this whole movie, you never heard Johnny Depp speak Spanish, but he was understanding Spanish. I yeah, that's the only way I I think. I mean, he he said words here and there, but he didn't like have full dialogues in it i mean i remember seeing the trailer for the first time and i was like whoa johnny depp's in this i love johnny depp he's like one of my favorite actors um really quick what do you think of the whole thing with him and his i guess ex-wife amber heard um i think it's just an example when you put two uh crazy people together i mean I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Cause I, I know before they was together, I thought she was only, she only dated women or something. So I was like, you know, you know, way to go, Johnny. You know, you pulled her, pulled her back on, on the other side. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it sounded like it, it, it was a bad thing from the start. And I don't necessarily know who's the the bad one out of the out of the two i think it was just never meant to work and you know uh, stuff stuff like that i just kind of you know i'm just glad there's no kids involved and they can just split amicable i don't even know the word but (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm talking about i i don't know the whole situation i mean i just what we read in the tabloids and all that but um for me personally uh whoo man she's fine but um i don't know man just i wouldn't date or, or marry young younger women i mean i i don't know i mean that that's just me I, i'm an old fart uh everyone so i mean growing up i mean i, I was seeing younger girls and um it always turned out bad <laughs> so i i kind of like ooh, i I don't think I would like what I'm almost 50. I wouldn't be uh, with some 20 year old. So, <laughs> so he's, he's been married a few times before, right? He didn't learn his lesson the first time. Yeah. If I was him, cause he, he basically, he lives like a, a rock star life and marriage don't seem to work with you. So if I was him, I just leave marriage alone. Yeah. He already had my girl, uh, Winona forever on his arm, but then he changed it to wino forever. Uh, <laughs> The, the beautiful and crazy Winona Ryder. Oh. Um, speaking of hall passes, if you guys know what to talk about, if you listen to Horror Returns, I think uh, other than Michelle Rodriguez, um, Winona Ryder's number one. Whew, God damn. Quick, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you a quick question. Michelle Rodriguez, Winona Ryder, you got to pick one. I'd go but. Winona Ryder. Um, I don't think she could beat me up. So <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, I, I'm pretty sure she'll whoop my ass. So, um, <laughs> if we got into it for whatever reason, but uh, don't hit women, all you all you guys out there, it's not cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, Johnny Depp, it was awesome to see him in this. Mickey Rourke, I totally forgot he was in this uh, as well. I mean, it was cool that he was in it. 
Um, Eva Mendes, whoo, yes, please. Uh, I mm. thought she was awesome in it. Um, of course, he guys, he's got to bring back uh, Cheech Marin. Uh, he was cool in it. He kind of looked like uh, how he looked in um, From Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, long-haired, uh, crazy-looking guy with an eye patch. <laughs> so I thought that was sweet. I mean, he's always got to bring him in, as well as Danny Trejo. Good to bring him in. Um, but he looks totally different. He's just older and had longer hair. Um, and Salma Hayek, of course, she had to bring, uh, bring her back uh, to be in the story. Um, but I didn't know she was only gonna be in it for a little bit. I mean, I because I I didn't I didn't want to know too much uh, about the story on this one. But uh, I liked uh, what was going on. I mean, there was there was a little more of a story in this one. But then again, it just um, I, I just totally forgot. No, just watched this film. But um, the guys, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this, Samahaya gets killed. I'm in the beginning of the film. Um, okay, okay. Now, now I remember. It was the uh, um, the the army guy that that, that killed him, that killed her, because they were after uh, El Mariachi. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, why? Why was he just trying to stop that whole uh, bad army guy? And they just, I got, I don't remember that part of the story. You know, I, rewatching these movies, I kind of wish there was like maybe some kind of uh, little short film, you know, to go in between these movies. Because like we said, with El Mariachi going to Desperado, you know, how did he become this this gunfighter? And then this one, I I just kind of I don't understand how did they end up going against a Mexican general or whatever he was. Yeah, because that whole, I mean, back to the craziness. Of course, we can get more craziness in this. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I had a question. Uh, when uh, Mariachi and Carolina wake up uh, in their little room, well, did they handcuff each other together for something kinky, or did somebody come in and handcuff them? Yeah, I'm going to go with kinky because... <laughs> I don't I don't see how you somebody comes in handcuffs you and you don't know. So I'm a, I'm a lean towards the kinky side. Yeah, cuz that was a pretty big uh, chain as well as Yeah, it was handcuffs. shackles. <laughs> but uh yeah, the the army guys come in and try to get them and they this I thought this scene was awesome. Uh they start they jump out the window cuz they can't go down the stairs. Cuz I don't know. Oh, they kind of start yelling back at him for each other. You're the one that wanted to stay on the top floor. For the beautiful sunset, and then they're arguing as they're trying to shimmy their way down to to the floor. But I beat swing there. Basically, he he dropped her first, and she swung down to the next level. And I don't know how strong uh, Salma Hayek is. Of course, it's a movie, everyone. But when she hangs on, he jumps and he swings down to the next level and everything. And it didn't look like she was holding on to that chain. Him as well. And those big, thick metal things digging into your skin, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but, again, it's a movie. <laughs> so, but I, I loved how they got down. But I think the saddest scene in this was, was her de- her meeting her demise uh, by the Army guys. Plus, they both, um, when she got killed, they had uh, their daughter with them. And uh, I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't show any of that. So, I was, but I, I was like, oh, no. Uh, and so... 
Carolina and her daughter uh, ended up uh, getting killed, being murdered by the by the army, the bad army guys. So I can see that was why he went after him. So they there was more of a of a story of why he was chasing them. But then again, well, well, yeah, why was the army guy chasing them? I don't know. We we don't know that part of the story unless they said it. I, I don't remember. But from then on, the rest of the story was him. Uh, okay, let me go back a little bit. Johnny Depp, who was he? He was a, was, I believe he was CIA. And he was, I think he, okay, he was trying to, there was this whole plot that the general was going to come kill the, the Mexican president and take over. And he hires basically El Mariachi and his crew to come take out the general after he killed, basically the president was going to get killed either way. And, um, El Mariachi was supposed to take the general out, which the, the Sheldon God knew because of their history, he would have no problem taking him out. But then I think he was going to set, everybody else up to getting good with Ava Mendez's character so she can get the bust and and look like the good one out of everybody. And how did William uh, Barillo, how did he, William Defoe, how did they get involved in it all? I don't know. Because, I mean, he wasn't searching for them. He was after uh, the, the army dude. Oh, <laughs> so... Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of twisty turnies out, and it it, it kind of got a little a little over complicated at times because okay. I didn't know who was going after what and who was doing what. Okay, so Antonio Banderas or El Mariachi, he was going after the 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 evil army guy. Yep. Um, Johnny Depp was also trying to. What well, Johnny Depp was trying hired El Mariachi to take out the the army guy. Yes. Mickey Rourke was like just one of the little cronies of Barillo, uh, William yes. Defoe's coup. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Trail was just another guy hired to uh, to help. He worked for Sheldon. Okay. And uh, Cheech Marin, he was just, he was trying to, he was helping. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon also. Oh, fuck. Sheldon, yeah. which one was that? Uh, Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, Cheech was just a guy that, that was getting information and right. basically selling it. Then Ruben Blade's character, uh, Jorge, he was a former FBI. Yes. He gets involved. He's trying to take down uh, the Barillo cartel. Mm-hmm. And he ends up dealing also with Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp's the one that helped him uh, find out where Barillo was. So that they really didn't. That was just two separate little missions that uh, Johnny Depp was setting everyone up for, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was there was there was a lot going on in this <laughs> one, everybody. So try to get everything straight. And uh, El Presidente, um, he was just caught up in the mix of, of people just trying to take him out. Yeah, and uh, essentially El Mariachi and his crew was not having none of it because they're they are sons of mexico uh even mendez she was just local police right or were they F- fbi i don't remember uh local okay 
and she turned out to be crooked and she was banging Barillo, right? Yes. All right. Uh, and what bus did she wanted to get? I think he thought she would bust him, uh, uh, Barillo. Okay. But she was uh, double crossing him the whole time to take, because I think what Johnny Depp thought they were her together, they were going to keep all that money. Oh, okay. Well, that's right, because he was banging her too. Yeah. And Mickey Rourke, he he was Billy. He was um, one of uh, Barillo's guys. Yeah, which he he turned he was gonna turn on him with Ruben Blades. This is a lot going on <laughs> with Ruben <laughs> Blades. Is uh, FBI former FBI guy. He was gonna inform for him because I guess he's been hiding in Mexico for like eight years, and he just wants to go home. And he's just like, if I'll help you, can you get me back home? But if you that was the thing I, I was a little confused on. If uh. Uh, Ruben, uh, Ruben Blade's character was going to help Mickey Rourke uh, get back to to the states. I mean, he basically goes, "Well, if you go back, we're, I mean, I'm arresting you, and you're going to be trialed for uh, all the crimes that you did." Um, it must have been really bad in Mexico for Mickey Rourke to say, "Fuck it, all right, I'll go spend my life uh, in prison in America." Then, uh, yeah, say, say another day down here. <laughs> yeah, he has that line where he says he's had to do things for the cartel that that he can't even speak of. So they must have had him doing something. Yeah. So I, uh, I was like, all right. I mean, yeah, it must have been really bad uh, down there for him to want to go back uh, to American jail. Uh, I'm sure it would have been a um, federal uh, prison or whatever. Anyway, um, did did you notice the the little name tag on the dog that uh, Mickey Rourke was carrying around? No, I didn't. It was uh, Moco. They said it was just a, a shout out to um, uh, that character because I believe uh, that actor that was in the the first two films, the, the main the main bad guy in uh, the first El Mariachi film, uh, I guess he had passed away. So oh, I think wow! It, I think it was a little just to get his name because there was a there was a few shots where you can clearly see that name. So and they never said it or anything though, but uh, I think that was what they were doing with that. Um, but yeah, there was a lot going on in this film story wise. So, I mean, he must've really sat down and, uh, wanted to concentrate a little more on the story. Cause it, it was a lot of cat and mouse and everything, man. It was all over the place. It does all end up good in the end, but in between all the different side stories of everybody going on, uh, there was a lot of shooting them up, not as much shoot them up stuff as there was in Desperado, but, uh, Again, I, I think he was just concentrating on the story. Of, yeah, because uh, his characters. That was my next question to you. Do you think the all the the twists and turns in the story? You think that took away from the action? I think so because we didn't really get too much action until like the very end when they have yeah. the big uh, shootout during the uh, Day of the Dead uh, celebration. Because mm-hmm. I, I, other than the stuff in the beginning. Um, I don't think there really was much um, shooting them up action, and I mean, occasionally there was uh, some gunshots fired, but not a lot. Yeah, because you just get a lot of uh, character building throughout most of the middle. I I think the way he went with this film by putting so many big names in this, I think they had to uh, 
uh, go more with the story. I mean, plus there was another story, uh, Barilla, William Defoe's character. Um, he was getting a a uh, face transplant. Uh, <laughs> what was he just doing that to to hide? <laughs> I, I I don't know the the Barilla <laughs> part of this movie. Just like I don't know where he fits in anywhere. And just when when that guy came in, I was like, you kind of look like Willem Dafoe, so you're probably going to die or something later on in this movie. But I, I guess he was going to change his face and then take that money and with Ava Mendez and disappear. I don't know. I assume he was. I mean, they were going to do the, the face-off thing with the switch, and it just... Uh, during that whole procedure, it, it went uh, it went it went sideways because everyone started shooting up everything and everybody did he, rushed he, into did that. Did he not building. get his face? No, he didn't. Is Remember? that why he looked all crazy? Yeah, he was all bandaged oh. up still <laughs> because it, it, everything started happening and they they had to get him out of there. That must have been some strong drugs he was on to be running yeah. around with no face. <laughs> and uh, I assume the other dude that got his face taken off as well was dead. Because he was just laying there on the table. Which but, is now now that I'm thinking about it, why do you why would you find someone that looks close to what you look like? Uh I think they were doing mainly more for bone structure and everything. Okay. He seemed like he was taller than him, but I, I don't know. Because that they do show that scene when there's pictures of uh William Defoe from different angles and, and what they were gonna do. So I mean, cause that guy, the guy that they got he had a big scene, but didn't really add much to the story. But he did look like him. I mean, even when he smiled. And if you guys know who William Defoe, he's got that crazy, evil smile. But <laughs> I assume he was just gonna do the 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 face off and the in the switch thing, and he was gonna be the uh, uh, Barillo of Mexico while he goes runs off with Eva Mendez and spends all their money. But I don't know. Again, there was a lot going on in this film. <laughs> when uh when it finally gets to it uh el, Mar- el, Mar- Ugh, el mariachi he uh calls up uh lorenzo and frito uh his other two uh uh mariachi guys they 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 he, he okay we're gonna go sing for the president and uh so come and basically he goes yeah and, and bring your uh bring your guitars your, the good ones they they were they already all loaded up and everything. I liked his buddy, uh, not uh, Enrique, the other dude, Fredo. Oh, and the one guy, supposed to be drunk. Yeah, like he was just drunk all the time and st- drinking straight alcohol. I, that ain't me. I, I'd have been on the floor because <laughs> <laughs> he was like drunk the whole time. But I thought that was cool. But when we finally get to the end, uh, it'll be too much to go through everything that was going on. Again, there was. St- our stories crisscrossing all over through this mm-hmm. thing, but we did kind of lay down who they were. But basically, they were going to tell the president guy was going to get assassinated by the army dudes, and um, Barilla was a part of that, right? Or was he just? I can't I'm going to say, yeah, somehow <laughs> he was involved some way. I don't know. I can't remember, but. So the they hire Mariachi and, and his two guys to go basically protect the president, and uh, and then we have the the big awesome shootout. What I loved about uh, Enrique and the other dudes' uh, guitars, one of them, uh, Enrique's his his guitar case was a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was badass. And the um, 
the other dude had a uh, a big cello case, and it was uh, like a remote control because he set it down and the wheels came out and he had a little controller and, and it went and uh, it drove under that Jeep and blew up, right? Yeah, because <laughs> that, that guy that was on top flew up in the air. <laughs> I mean, I love Top because once the, the shooting started and, and all the people of Mexico in that town uh, realized that the army guys were coming and it was going to be a big uh, bloodbath, everyone just loaded up in arms and they all started fighting the army, the army dude. So I thought that was cool. And then they had the, the, the another big uh, crazy shootout. I cannot think of anything uh, other than the swinging with the handcuffs and and the guitar and the guitar cases. Yeah, there's wasn't really. Now that we're talking about it, there wasn't a whole lot of action. I mean, we get Johnny Depp with no eyes because he got double crossed by Ava Mendez, and for some reason they just take his eyes for some reason and not yeah. kill him. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, they just pulled up, pulled his eyes out. I did like his makeup, though. I mean, it looked like they were just solid wax pieces because the blood was running out of his eyes, and they didn't, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't even move or smear. So I thought that was cool. But uh, I liked how he he hooked up with that one little kid, the little uh, cheeklay kid that uh, kept bugging him uh, with the with the gum. Uh, have you have you ever been to a TJ or Mexico? No. Uh, I've like I said, I've only been to TJ, and it oh man, it's depressing down there. Anyway, every little kid runs up to you holding those little boxes of the gum, chicle, chicle, and um, my buddy goes, "Dude, don't give him money." He he's from Mexico. He's like, "Man, they got more money than you. It's all it's all a scam." I don't know, man. I I felt bad. I mean, they they saw me coming, and I was like, "All right, man, I was just giving them quarters, dollars, or whatever," uh, and just I had I remember I had pockets full of this gum. Because uh, <laughs> so, every every single little kid that came running up to me was holding their hands out and holding those boxes, and I was like, oh, "Is it like man. the same gum?" Uh, pretty much. I mean, different flavors, but it's uh, it it's all they all the little the uh, they're not like sticks of gum. They're like the little square uh-huh. hard ones. A bunch of bunch of those little things. Again, I had a pocket full of those things while I was down there, in between drinking beer and everything else, and chewing gum <laughs> so but um yeah he hooks up, johnny depp hooks up with that little kid uh earlier in the film and, and it's cool that he hooks up with him again because when johnny depp's eyes get pulled out he kind of has him walking along and uh, yeah like you said he understood spanish because that little kid wasn't speaking english <laughs> but he knew what he was doing so i thought all that was cool and uh he ended up uh oh somebody was chasing johnny depp and that kid uh had him uh Turn around and, and he shot him. Well, first he gave the the gun to the kid and said, "Here, kill him." And that kid couldn't do it, so he handed the gun back to him. And that kid was telling him which way to shoot. And I loved how Johnny Depp was just like, since he couldn't see, he was using his ears and listening to everything. And he was kind of somehow realizing where everyone was, and he was shooting all the bad guys. And then he didn't die, did he? What, who uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp? No, he. Kind of because uh, Ruben Blades' character, the FBI agent, he he takes out uh who does he takes out uh what's his name Barrero Barello doesn't he take him out? Um, I was gonna ask you the same thing. I think he I did. think he <laughs> I think there's a shootout. Uh, Mickey Rourke gets killed. 
because he turns to to make sure the dog doesn't get hit. And then I think uh, Ruben Blades uh, character takes out Barillo. I think he shoots him and he like falls out the window or something. The the scene in the church was that earlier in the film? When it, oh yeah, I think so because it was just uh, uh, the El Mariachi when he was in there and those bad guys came in and he was crawling up the walls. Yeah, yeah, it was earlier. No, that, that was that was in the very beginning. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking up right here. Ava Mendez's character is Barillo. They they weren't banging because they're father and daughter. Oh yeah. Okay. I knew. I, so. Yeah, there was a lot of craziness going on. Again, <laughs> again, there was, there was a lot going on in this film. But um, yeah, as far as shoot 'em up, I mean, all I really remember was uh, when those guys flink, flung into action with the guitar cases. And then uh, the scene with Johnny Depp when he was blind shooting up everyone, or um, uh, yeah, uh, Antonio Medeiros he shot and killed the uh, the army guy because didn't he shoot him with a shotgun and like blew his knees off and then he just fell backwards? Yeah, and like it was just bone his his legs or something. It like just shot off all the meat and his yeah. bones were there. And he just <laughs> fell backwards. So they ended up killing up him. They ended up saving the president and everybody in town, uh, the three sons of Mexico, and they, they all got got their money and just took off, right? Uh, I don't know about uh, El Mariachi, but the other two had money stuffed everywhere. Oh yeah, where'd they get the money? Oh, they went into that one room and it was under that uh, blanket or whatever. Yeah, it was the money that was supposed to go to the people to assassinate the president. Because they, they were just... filled up their pockets and then it looks like they threw the rest out the window because everybody in town were running around. Money was falling out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, because that one dude, that one drunk guy, man, he had money falling like in every single pocket he had and stuffed in his belt <laughs> <laughs> and had a big bottle of booze. So, yeah, it just ended. I mean, he walked off into the sunset. Yeah. But yeah, again, there was a lot going on, and I mean, there was action in it, but not as much as uh, in the in the second film. But well, what would you uh, rate this one? Um, I was entertained, but on this rewatch, I think I was trying to follow the story more, and I think the lack of the 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 twists and turns of the story kind of took away from the action. So I, I would give this. A seven, because uh, when you go from Desperado to this, it just I kind I kind of wanted what I got in Desperado in this one, and it just kind of like it's too much story. Uh, it, it sounds weird to say that, you know, I, you know, I don't want a lot of story in my movie, but for for this trilogy, I kind of I kind of wanted to go out in a bigger bang than it did, because uh, now that we're talking about it, it does just kind of end and. Yeah, I would have to go with a seven. Uh, I'll go a little bit more. I'll go an eight. I mean, I did enjoy it, and I loved everybody that was in it. Uh, Salma Hayek and Eva Mendes was definitely a plus uh, for this film. Uh, Johnny Depp, love him. Mickey Rourke's awesome. William Defoe, but wasn't feeling the Mexican role, but I, I love him as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was just lacking action i thought i mean but 
not saying it's not a good film. I mean, it was definitely a, a good way to wrap up uh, the trilogy for this. Uh, but if he did, if he made another one, hell yeah, we'd watch it and we'd be right back here talking about it. But mm-hmm. uh, to end this this way, if he just retires from being uh, the vigilante that he is, okay, cool, just live your life in, in Mexico. Uh, because he didn't, he lost his wife, he lost his child, um, and he saved the president. So I, I, I guess that's a good way to retire uh, from it all. But uh, he can, uh, he can be like the equalizer. He can just go like help people. They can do a, they can do a series on uh, the El Rey Network. Is that still going? I don't know. I just know uh, when uh, he had the L Ray Network, they did that from Dust Till Dawn series, and uh, you know why not? I'm not saying Antonio is not busy these days, but you don't see him in a lot. You know, I, I would watch a Desperado series. Yeah, I would. I mean, as far as the from Dust Till Dawn series, that first season was good. I didn't even. I started the second season. I just kind of. Yeah, me too. Um, but. Yeah, if they did uh, do a series, um, maybe not a full twenty-four episode series, uh, I would watch it. Um, what had else? I don't even. I couldn't even tell you uh, the last thing I had seen him in. I'm looking at his. Um, I, I guess Expendables three for me because the movies after that, I don't think I've seen any of these. Let me pull up. Because that was the first thing that popped in my head was Expendables 3. Yeah, uh, I thought this bullet in the head was something else, but it's not. Um, Is that the one with the dog? I, I don't know. I thought it was the, the one with... Um, oh, Stallone? Yeah, I thought it was that one, but it's not. Um, uh, I would have to say last thing I seen him in... Damn. <laughs> I would have to say Expendables 3. He's in Doolittle? Well, I guess he's... I've never seen that. I haven't either. I kind of have no interest. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I liked him in Expendables 3. I thought he was awesome in that. Um, I think that was the last thing I seen him in. I don't even remember him in uh, uh, Machete Kills. No, I don't either. What was that one movie he did when he was like... Uh, surgeon or something um oh yeah yeah that one's crazy i uh, is it good is it worth watching or yeah because of where it goes it's just kind of fucking crazy that it goes there with the story so it is subtitled though just Uh, let you know i don't mind that um I, yeah, I guess Expendables 3 was the last thing I saw him in. I mean, I loved him in that. He was only in it for a bit, but his character was cool. Um, but yeah, if if they did turn this into a uh, a little series on El Rey or whatever, or even Netflix, um, even if he wasn't involved, I would still watch it because I would like to see the further adventures of uh, El Mariachi. So, but I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, if they do, we'll definitely be here talking about it, but... Yeah, this one, I would go an eight uh, on this one. I mean, it, it is what it is. It was cool, and all the firepower of actors that he had in it uh, was, was awesome. And like I said, it was a good way to wrap up the, the trilogy uh, of this whole thing because it's labeled action crime thriller. 
all right, I can go with that. But uh, but I would get, again, if I had to pick out of the three, Desperado's my favorite because I, I loved all, I loved everything about that one. As well as yeah. El, El Mariachi, I, I did enjoy that one as well. But this one too, it is worth watching. Um, try to watch all three of them in, in order. To, I guess the first two are the only ones that kind of link together. This one is yeah. the, the further adventures uh, of, uh, of him. But, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah it, it it doesn't really feel like a continuation from the second to the third one. I didn't even know they were going to make this one. I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, there's another one. I was like, oh, yeah. And I, of course, I was there the, the first night it, it, it opened. So, but um, I don't own this one. I mean, I have everything else, Robert Rodriguez. I think. Uh, the reason I I'll probably buy it now after after rewatching this, but um, I didn't leave the theater like oh my god that was awesome because I was expecting more craziness mm-hmm. like Desperado. So I mean I, the, the movie's good. I mean I liked what was going on, but I, it just didn't. I didn't leave like supercharged uh, out of the theater and everything. So I probably that's probably one of the reasons why I never rushed out to get it. I don't know why. I mean I rush out to get crappy movies every tuesday when they come out because <laughs> the because of the steelbooks you motherfuckers but um, everything is a steelbook now and they're getting me did you get the um three from uh the the, the firefly um, trilogy yeah you know i did and i, the, I already i already own the other three uh, separately i already own them but and i'm probably gonna get the back to the future anniversary steelbook edition i don't know i it's fucking hurt my pockets i like those movies but i i already got a set Uh, um yes it's 4k but i think i can live with the ones i have i mean but if i see the steelbook and it looks amazing of course they'll probably get me um (laughs) i see there was a, a nightmare on elm street another Nightmare on Elm Street uh, steel book uh, that's out. I have just the regular Blu-ray, and I saw that steel book, and God damn it, if it's not gonna get my money, I'm gonna pick it up tomorrow <laughs> when I go to Best Buy. But yeah, man, they're they're killing me. I mean, even Rocky Horror Picture Show has one now, and that movie to me, I know it's blasphemy for saying this, I I can't enjoy it watching it at home. I saw it in the theater when, not when it came out, but when one of those midnight showings when everybody's dressed up and going crazy. Mm-hmm. If this, uh, well, when this ends, all this craziness ends, and we all get to rush back to the theaters and have a good time, um, that's the only way to see Rocky Horror Picture Show because watching it, uh, I know we did it uh, for Horrorcopia uh, with, with Blind Frankenstein and the Hellbilly. Watching it at, at home, I, I didn't enjoy it as much as being in the theater watching all these uh, diehard fans acting out the whole movie in front of us. But yeah, that's got a steel book now. I looked at it, but then I was like, I don't enjoy it that much to drop however much it is for it. So I'm like, mm, uh, I'm good. I think I can live without it. Yeah. It's like everything coming out has a steel book. So. Well, all right, man. What do we got uh, coming? I know you said it last week, but I don't remember. <laughs> uh, we're doing a sci- sci-fi action episode with uh, Demolition Man and Time Cop. 
Uh, do I have? I know I have Time Cop. I just rearranged all my movies. Demolition Man. I think. Uh, I know it's on Hulu. Yeah, you got Hulu. So. All right. Um, I'll. I know I just rewatched it, but I do enjoy that film. Really quick, uh, I'll talk about it again. Uh, did you ever go to those Planet Hollywood restaurants? Yeah, years ago. There was one in San Francisco, and now it's the only one I've ever been to. Um, and right above our table was the uh, the frozen Stallone when he's in that little glass case, his little imprisonment thing. He you just like see his balls and all like that. Uh, it was covered. Oh, <laughs> it had okay. like a little yeah, a little loincloth on. But I'm sitting there eating my hamburger, and I look. I mean, it was cool to see, but it, when it's like right above you, like oh my god. Uh, Stallone's uh, naked body is right. So, like he was looking at you or something. Yeah, like he's, he could have peed on me uh, while I was eating the hamburger. <laughs> That's how close he was. But, uh, it was pretty cool. I I did like enjoy those restaurants. I think Vegas still has the hotel going. That's the know. that's the one I went to, but that was like I don't even know how many years ago. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get into more Demolition Man and Time Cop. Um, what you got coming out? Uh, again, Mandalorian. We're gonna do that, and then we got another regular episode. Um, I know we always push for those of you that do listen to E Society, and if you don't, do yourself a favor and uh, listen to uh, to me and the the Z's who gab about more uh, nonsense. But uh, we've been pushing three hour shows. Uh, we try not to, but it always if you listen to us. I mean, even if you listen to this, how we veer off into other things, then <laughs> 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 then the time goes by. Uh, but we got a regular show coming as well as our uh, Mandalorian uh, breakdown of the, the first little teaser trailer that we saw. And uh, Magnus podcast, I got things set up. I'm just trying to work out time with uh, other people that are going to be on the show. But um, again, or uh, yeah, listen to the show, everybody. If, if you're not, shoot on over to Skater Nest Podcast Network and listen to everything we got there. And uh Thank you guys so much for all of you that are uh, listening to Brian and I here on the Action Returns. I'm fucking awesome that uh, I'm, I've been a part uh, of this network with you guys for I don't know how long. <laughs> but um, it's cool, man. I'm glad that uh, we're doing this because I just love doing uh, talking about movies that we love and everything. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. So, party on. Yeah, as far as uh, the horror returns, um, by the time, uh, well, yeah, if you listen to this, you already heard our episode with Darian from uh, the Padded Room Podcast. We did uh, The Hills Have Eyes, the uh, the OG one, and the remake. And our next episode, I think, is going to be The Crazies, because I don't even think we announced it. Kind of felt like that episode was rushed. Uh, the crazies, the original one, and the remake. So, really, really, quick, that, re- really oh. quick, really quick before the action returns. Um, yeah, man, that was like the shortest episode you guys ever did. It was hell fast. Yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't I even all the way to work yet. I apologize. I, I especially Darian, if you hear this, I, I, I don't think me and Phil meant to rush it because when we got when we finished it. And I signed off and I got out of Skype and everything. I was like, fuck, we didn't even tell anybody what the next episode was. And we did not mean to like breeze through it. It just happened. But 
Yeah, that was probably one of our shortest episodes ever. I mean, you guys went through the the normal stuff, but it was just like short. I was like, wow. But, I mean, it was still an awesome episode. But if I got to give my scores for The Hills Have Eyes, the original, I do enjoy it. Yes, it's stupid and cheesy, but I'd give that one an eight. And uh, Alexander Aja's one, the I can't remember what year it came out, the remake of Hills Have Eyes, that movie's a fucking 10. That was yep. fucking awesome. Uh, second one, I, I need to rewatch it. But I, I enjoyed it for what it was. But the original Hills Have Eyes 2, when they're, they're running around the desert with the dirt bike guys, I seen that once or twice, and I I don't really remember. I don't remember enough, but the guys on the dirt bikes uh, to give it a score. But yeah, I would hold off on that one. Uh, I am gonna pick that one up. I did see the Arrow has a little box set because I do have the box set of uh, the first film that I picked up at a uh, Texas Frightmare, and that was my plan to pick that second one up this year, but uh, it didn't happen. We were supposed to have it this month because it got pushed and it's not happening. Now I got pushed the next year. Either way, we'll be there again next year for you guys. Yeah, that's all. Party. Uh, all right. Until the action returns, everybody, be safe.